The Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast, Episode 102. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Stressed Out Caregiver podcast. I'm Casey Price, the host of the podcast from thestressedoutcaregiver.com. And remember to join the Stressed Out Caregiver Facebook group. Uh, It's a support group on Facebook, the Stressed Out Caregiver support group. So you can search it on Facebook and join the group where we share tips and strategies and all sorts of things, uh, trying to help each other avoid having to reinvent the wheel when we encounter issues that need uh, input or where you know we're stuck or where we're just not sure how to handle something. This is the place where you can go to try and get answers and help from other people dealing with the same issues you are, except they might have already experienced what you're dealing with. So hopefully it'll make life a little bit easier, a little bit less stressful for everyone caring for an aging parent, spouse, or elderly loved one. And today we're going to talk about bringing private duty care into an independent living community. So what are we talking about? If a person moves out of their home into an independent living community where they have an apartment and they live independently, except there are uh, things there for them. So there's activities in the community, there's dining in the community, and, and it's a it's a real, it's almost like a, 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 a cruise. You know, we, we talk about that a lot. You know, assisted livings are a lot like a cruise ship where you're in your room, but there's a lot of activity and you eat in a common dining room and it, it's, it's much more social than just being home uh, within your four walls. This is a, a community setting that is meant to stimulate the residents to keep them uh, occupied, entertained, and just to, to enrich their quality of life. So we have a lot of people that move into communities like this, into independent living communities, either a standalone independent living or part of a bigger community, like either a continuing care retirement community, or sometimes they'll have independent living and assisted living in the same building in just two separate sections of the building. And people in independent living like being independent. They like having as much independence as possible. I think, you know, it's funny. All the people who want to stay home, well, I I do believe in many situations there is a tie to the house. I want to stay home because I love my house. This is the house I've lived in for my entire life, or this is the house where I raised my family, or this house has sentimental value to me because it's where whatever happened. You know, there's all sorts of reasons why a person wants to stay home. At the same time, staying home really means independence to a lot of people. If I'm home, I'm independent. I am on my own, I'm in my house, I'm independent. And that that is hugely important to people. And moving to an independent community, which is an apartment where you're really managing yourself, it is not assisted living, you're not getting the help of the staff to with your activities of daily living when you're in an independent living community. Uh, a lot of people want to stay in that environment as long as possible. So what do they do? If their needs start to change and they, and they need assistance with activities of daily living, many times they will bring home health aides into their independent living apartment. So rather than leaving that apartment and moving into an assisted living community, even if it's under the same roof where they're they're moving to a different section of the building, instead of doing that, they can bring home health aides or private duty aides in to assist them with their activities of daily living, whatever they need uh, in order to maintain themselves in that independent living community as as 
comfortably as they can. And in fact, some independent living communities actually have home health aides right in the building where you can hire them out for just the amount of time you need, just the help you need, whatever it is you need from the home health aide, you can hire them for that little bit of time as opposed to having to bring them in for a minimum amount of time because if they're in the building and they're helping a lot of people throughout the building, you know, they don't have the minimum for each resident necessarily that they might have otherwise if you called one in off off the street where you hired somebody, they may have a, a two-hour minimum. You have to pay for two hours of care a day minimum in order for them to come out and help you with whatever you need because it's not worth it for the, the employee to come out for a few minutes at a time. They need a few hours in order to get paid in, you know, and, and make a living. So a lot of people bring private duty aides or home health aides into their independent living apartment to assist them with their activities of daily living so they can remain in independent living for as long as possible. It's very common. It happens a lot if somebody's in the independent living community and they do start to need help. If they don't want to move to assisted living, this is definitely an option. So if they're home in their house and they want to stay home, they can bring home health aides and independent living, uh, or, or I'm sorry, private duty aides into the house to help them. Same thing if they're in an independent living community where they have an apartment as part of a big complex, they can bring home health aides and or private duty nursing into the independent living unit they live in, their apartment unit, and stay there much longer by um, using that strategy. I hope it's helpful. I hope it gives you another option when when your loved one deals with a roadblock of needing more care, uh, knowing you can do this uh, should provide a, a potential for a solution that may work better for them. You know, and that's the thing, you know, we're going to hit problems along the way. There's always something that you can do to solve the problem. And oftentimes there's more than one way to solve the problem. A person in an independent living unit who needs help with activities of daily living, they can move into assisted living or they could bring the care into their independent living community by bringing in the home health aid or the private duty aid. That's it for today. I hope this is helpful. Remember to, to look at the stress.caregiver.com. Remember, to join the stressed out caregiver support group on Facebook. I hope I hope you find this helpful. Tell everybody about the podcast, share it with anybody else caring for an aging spouse, parent or I'm sorry, an aging parent, spouse or elderly loved one. Please uh, let me know if you have any questions. My email is kccasey at thestressedoutcaregiver.com. And now for the disclaimer. Remember, the show is based in New Jersey law. The laws in your state may be different. I hope uh, if you need legal help, you will seek out a qualified, experienced elder law attorney to assist you with whatever legal help you're your loved one might need. Also, if you need help with care planning, look for a geriatric care manager, look for an elder care social worker, look for somebody who can assess your loved one and help you put a plan in place to get them the care they need. Because if you can do that, if you can get the help they need, it will make life better for them and you as the caregiver. So, hey, thanks again so much for taking time out of your day to listen to the Stressed Out Caregiver. I hope you found it helpful. I hope you found it rewarding. I hope you got value out of this episode and every episode that we produce here. And until I have the privilege of talking to you again, I wish you nothing but the best.